As I begin, I just want to let you all know that I'm offering this Mass um, for the people of the diocese this day, and certainly it's kind of an odd feeling to be you know, preaching a homily with hardly anybody, really. You know, there's a couple, a few people here this morning, so it's an empty church, so it's just kind of, it's not my usual experience. So uh, bear with me. You know, in the gospel we heard these words, Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. What does it mean to be a righteous man? or a righteous woman, or a righteous person. Well, in the scriptures, righteous people were those who lived out their covenant with God. That is, in in conformity to the demands of the covenant according to God's will. So within this covenantal relationship with God, the heart of that is the gift of salvation. And knowing this, the righteous are people who are obedient to the Lord by living out, certainly this is during the time of Joseph, living out the precepts of the law of Moses. Describing Joseph as a righteous man, St. Matthew recognizes him as one who is deeply devoted to the Mosaic law. He's an upright Jew, one who would practice his faith faithfully and with great earnest. So when Joseph found out that Mary was with a child, according to the Mosaic law, he was permitted, in fact, even obligated to expose Mary's seemingly adulterous activity. And during that time, the penalty for such sin was death by stoning. Yet Joseph, Joseph, in his own love and compassion for Mary, resolved to spare her dignity and to spare her life by separating from her in secret. So the righteousness of Joseph was deeply tied to this covenantal relationship with God his deep love for the Lord. And so Joseph lived his life with authenticity and how he put God first and then how his faith filtered down into everything he did and the values he placed on the virtues of humility, honesty, fairness, and kindness. This is what made him righteous. So righteousness comes from responding to the grace of God. This is not something that we can earn, but I think, I believe it's, it's a consequence of opening up ourselves to God's love. I would say that Joseph's righteousness led him to discover his own unique vocation in in his particular role in the plan of salvation as husband of Mary and foster father of Jesus. And then God gave him all of the virtues, all of the virtues and graces necessary to fully live the gospel that Jesus was later to announce to the world. 
Because in every vocation, God doesn't choose the qualified. He qualifies the chosen. He gives the chosen all they need to carry out what he's calling them to do. So I think it's quite clear that this man of faith had this great love for God and for Mary. His adherence to the angel of the Lord in the dream, I think clearly depicts his faith, clearly depicts his, depicts his trust in God. And it's coming from this active and committed life of prayer. That's where it comes from. Joseph's prayerfulness, his committed life of prayer, was, was how he was able to discern and follow God's will. And we heard, when Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. You know, that wasn't some random choice. But because of his relationship with the Lord and his desire to do the will of God, his committed life of prayer, he was able to discern that this message from the angel of God was not only real, but he had to follow it. So think for a moment how you would have interpreted the presence of the angel in the, in, in the dream of Joseph if that was you. Would, you know, most people probably, we, myself included, probably would have just dismissed it and regarded it as, isn't that an interesting dream? I wonder what it means, and then we would go on with the rest of our day like it never happened, you know? But people of faith, like Joseph, people of faith believe that God has a divine plan for them. They see, they see how they are a greater part, or a part of a greater picture that we call the kingdom of God. People of faith believe that God has a unique role in his mind, which only they can fulfill. And through prayer, through this relationship, this intimate relationship with the Lord Jesus, through discernment and through a desire to know, they will discover, they will discover that unique vocation for them. Joseph, I think, was so in tune with God that he knew this dream was not just another dream. The grace given to Joseph helped him to discern and to respond in the way in which he did. So Joseph's life of faith and prayer led him to living this life of virtue. And a life of virtue leads one to living a life of holiness. So throughout his own life experience and his own faithfulness to his relationship with God, Saint Joseph began to see God's divine plan, the plan that God was laying out for him. And then he responded by fully accepting, fully accepting his personal vocation. He was able to accept a life of chastity and virginity taking Mary into his house and caring for her and for Jesus. Joseph and Mary, as a couple, were fully committed to accepting and doing God's will, uniting with heaven, uniting with heaven at the birth of Jesus, and then becoming, I will put it in this way, becoming an earthly trinity that reflected the holy trinity in heaven. Joseph teaches you and me. He teaches all of us that a vocation 
is about a call, God's call, and a response, ours. You know, St. John Paul II wrote these beautiful words in Christi Fidelis Laici. It's the vocation and the mission of the lay faithful in the church and in the world. And he said this, and I quote, the fundamental objective of the formation of the lay faithful is an ever clear discovery of one's vocation and the ever greater willingness to live it as to fulfill one's mission. So it's tied, vocation is tied to one's personal mission. So to discover one's vocation is to cooperate with Christ who says, come, follow me. And to follow wherever he leads us. Because Christ holds the only true map for our lives. That's important. Christ holds the only true map for our lives. You know, we live in a world today where we often pretend as if we are God, right? So often we live as if our life, both present and future, in other words, our destiny, is dependent upon us and us alone. That's our world today. That's our culture today, unfortunately. In other words, for many people, Christians and non-Christians alike, for life to have real purpose, meaning, and happiness, then it becomes a do-it-yourself project. A do-it-yourself project. And if we believe this, then we are building without both a permit and a blueprint, and it will have a very shallow foundation. Joseph's life, I believe, is one of the best vocation stories of all time. Though mine is very interesting, his is almost unbelievable. But the way in which Joseph lived his is not only truly remarkable, but it's the greatest example for all of us. Why? Because he lived a life of docility, surrendering his will to God's. He did not question the plans God laid out for him. He just accepted them and then followed them faithfully. So in living out his vocation, Joseph was obedient in silence and simplicity. And in many ways, I believe, and I think we can all believe, scriptures might attest to this, that he never saw the fruit of his labor. He never saw the fruit of his labor. He did God's will, but never saw the fulfillment of God's promise. It is believed historically that Joseph died before Jesus and Mary, and yet what a rich legacy he left behind a legacy of endless examples showing who he was as a man of God, who he was as a man of faith, a man of love, who he was as a man of hope, a man of prayer, living out his vocation in the ordinariness, ordinariness of his simple life. This solemnity today of St. Joseph honors the foster father Jesus. We know he is the patron saint of families, of fathers, of workers in the church. And during his life, 
He was a great protector of his family. So friends, as we face this COVID-19 crisis today, we pray that through his intercession, that he would, that he would protect all families and lead us into the heart of both Jesus and Mary. Saint Joseph, pray for us.